It's Monday, November 13th. I'm Ian Price. Here's our top local story. Virginia State University officials say a wounded university police officer's condition has improved to stable. The officer was critically wounded in a shooting near the VCU campus at about 1.30 a.m. yesterday. Police say the off-duty officer was responding to a disturbance at the campus in Petersburg. The suspect ran off campus before shots were fired. The suspect remains at large. Roanoke County police are searching for a 17-year-old who was last seen on October 29th. Ciara Buckland, or Ciara Kelly, is described as a white teenage girl with brown eyes and black hair with blue tips and is listed as 5'3". Her family says she is from Bedford and was last seen in Roanoke County. She requires medication and may need medical attention. Virginia State House will soon have its first black speaker in its more than 400-year history after a vote by the chamber's incoming Democratic majority. WFIR's Clark Palmer has details. Democratic members of the House of Delegates on Saturday voted to make Don Scott their nominee to become the chamber's first black speaker in its more than 400-year history. Scott tells MSNBC his election as speaker would show the progress made in Virginia and Richmond, the former capital of the Confederacy, over their long history. Leadership and competence come in all packages. I just happen to be a black man, but at the end of the day, we want leadership, we want competence, we want integrity, and we want people to be faithful to our values. Scott says voters sent a message to Governor Glenn Youngkin and the GOP by giving Democrats a majority in the House. They want us to focus on kitchen table issues and get out of the culture wars that the Republicans, the MAGA Republicans, have been focused on uh, these last couple of years. Governor Youngkin had been so focused on his presidential ambitions, he forgot to take care of home, and voters are sending him a message as well to say, come back, focus on us, focus on the Commonwealth. Scott believes Democrats will be able to work with Governor Youngkin to address the ongoing mental health and opioid addiction crises. Clark Palmer, WFIR News. A Lynchburg man is facing several charges after he was shot by police while stabbing a woman to death. Officers responded to the 5100 block of Boonesboro Road after receiving reports of a domestic incident. After they arrived on scene Friday, police found 43-year-old Tony Brown stabbing 42-year-old Nicole Roser, who later died as a result of her injuries. When Brown did not stop his attack, one of the officers fired their gun and shot Brown, who is now being treated for serious but non-life-threatening injuries. A local forester says we're not out of the woods yet when it comes to nearby wildfires. WFIR's Alex Torres has more. While the fires in southwest Virginia have been mostly contained, active fires nearby continue to burn. Regional forester Brad Carrico with the Virginia Department of Forestry in Salem. Virginia is not the only state who's dealing with this right now. Our neighbors in West Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, and North Carolina, we're just dealing with a fairly large area of drought-like conditions across the southeastern United States, and that's really what's fueling this uptick of larger fires. Despite some recent rain showers, Carrico says it's not enough to mitigate the unusually dry conditions of this fall season. As dry weather returns, there is a high likelihood that we will experience more fires. We would encourage the public to be as careful as they possibly can. We're certainly not out of the woods yet. We have not received sufficient moisture from this recent rainfall to completely alleviate the danger. While the dry weather is a contributing factor, Kirgo says that most wildfires are human-caused and that residents should avoid outdoor burning whenever possible. Alex Torres, WFIR News. Healthcare.gov, or as some call the Affordable Care Act Clearinghouse for Insurance Policies, Obamacare, has a new home for Virginians. 
It's part of a transition taking place nationwide, as WFIR's G. Morano reports. As of November 1st, individuals or families in Virginia not covered by health care plans where they work will find that when they go to healthcare.gov, they are redirected to marketplace.virginia.gov. Kevin Patchett is director of the Virginia Health Benefit Exchange, which was approved by the General Assembly in 2020. Virginia is now the 19th state that's made this transition to a state-based marketplace, and the track record is positive across the country. State-based marketplaces tend to do a better job both in the consumer experience and also in helping to reduce the cost of coverage and stabilize that coverage for consumers. Open enrollment for those switching plans on the new Marketplace.Virginia website is January 15th. One of the really important benefits of making this transition to a Virginia-based marketplace is it allows us to coordinate much more closely with Virginia stakeholders. For instance, our state Medicaid agency, our Virginia insurance carriers, our insurance agents. Patchett says a dedicated Virginia-based call center that has access to local resources is another plus for the new marketplace.virginia.gov. Gene Morano, WFIR News. That's the latest. Check back tomorrow for our next update. Ian Price, WFIR News.